Welcome to the Brush with Brit podcast. As we start season three, I want to give you a proper introduction into what this podcast is all about. This year, I am dedicating my podcast to advancing the profession of dental hygienists. With each episode, you'll find information that will encourage you to become a whole health dental hygienist and to truly start to build the connection between oral and systemic health. Our education doesn't stop when hygiene school is over, and this is the place where you will gain the tools you need to ignite your passion and to truly embrace what it means to hold the title Registered Dental Hygienist. The Brush with Brit podcast is the mentor I never had. It's the place I created specifically for you to feel connected and understood. And with that being said, this is the Brush with Brit podcast, season three. Welcome to the Brush with Brit podcast. Today marks the start of season three of my podcast, and I just want to take the time to thank you for continuing to support me in my journey and also to benefit yourself by listening to my podcast and hopefully learning something from me along the way. I truly appreciate your endless support and everything that you do for me as much as I hope I do for you. So today we start season three and I started this podcast in October of 2020, which was the month and the year that I became a licensed dental hygienist and when I decided to also take on the role of being a content creator at the same time. And I remember thinking to myself that I wanted to create a place that was exactly what I needed while I went through dental hygiene school, my prereqs, um, the program, becoming a dental hygienist, being a new hygienist. Like I just wanted to make exactly what it was that I was looking for and could not find out there. So I took it upon myself and created a platform um, and a podcast and all the other things that go along with it for anybody who is looking for guidance or advice or things that are relatable within dentistry or your journey in education. And that's exactly what I hope my podcast brings to you. And today I want to talk about tips on getting through the hygiene program, a dental hygiene program. And I've done this before. I have another episode. I think it's like six tips on starting hygiene school or something like that. But I kind of just wanted to make a new refresher episode because I know that there are many students who um, are always looking for advice and need help along the way. So one of the very first things that I am going to advise you to do along your hygiene school journey is to start networking. And this can be anywhere from in your um, prerequisites. Maybe it's students that you're working with. Maybe it's professors. But start early on because connection building is what is going to help you not only through the hygiene program, but also when you become a dental hygienist. It's been, I would probably say, the 
number one thing that has helped me through my journey. And I think the word networking kind of scares people. Like it makes us think that we have to like go out there and start saying hi to every person walking down the street, but it really isn't that way. Like I'm talking about even if it's just a couple people that you talk to, um, but just start expanding the platforms that you're on as well. There are so many things available to us at our fingertips on our phones and you should take advantage of that. So that can be Facebook group pages, that can be Instagram, TikTok, um, podcasts, not only my podcasts, but all the other dental podcasts that are out there as well. Um, There's hygienists that have YouTube channels and there's just endless amounts of content that can help you and take advantage of that early on. One thing that I will say is that you also should be prepared to do the footwork. You know, you you have a you have all this access to information and taking advantage of that is crucial in giving you the tools that you need to succeed. Um, When I was going through hygiene school, TikTok wasn't even a thing yet. And there was maybe a couple people who were on Instagram as um, hygienists that were content creating. Reels weren't a thing. So it was mainly just like picture posts. But now there is just so much more information that you can get through these platforms. And I want you to start taking advantage of that early. And you can reach out to me and ask me questions, but I can guarantee you there's probably an episode on my podcast that I'm going to send you and tell you to listen to that first and then come back to me with any questions. So if you haven't already, you know, take a deep dive into um, my podcast and my platform because I have just put so much information out there um, that you can gain a lot just by listening to a few of, of the episodes here on the pod. Um Another thing that I will say is that when I was in hygiene school, I really dealt with a lot of hardship when trying to balance things. So I was balancing work, school, studying. Um, I was class president at the time and um, trying to even fit in going to the gym and eating healthy and it's just a lot to balance. Um, family, friends, you know, significant other, like whatever it is, you have to be able to find a healthy balance between everything. And that can be really challenging. So one of the things that I like to talk about is just comparing yourself to others is not going to help you along the way. <laughs> like, and I will tell you right now, it doesn't matter if a student is a straight A student, that does not mean they are better than you in any way, shape or form. And just because somebody has good grades doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to translate to clinical practice. So just taking away that comparison can help with your mental health a lot and just focusing on what you are doing and what you can do to better your journey, I think is the ideal way to look at things. Um, it's really hard not to compare ourselves to others, especially with all of the social media that we have. I think um, a lot of us tend to do that um, just on an everyday basis anyways. So when it comes to hygiene school, it's even harder to not do that. But 
you know, when you're in hygiene school, we all have different challenges. I have people reach out to me and say, you know, I have kids. Um, am I going to be able to do it? I work a full-time job. Am I going to be able to do it? I have to drive two hours to school. Um, do you think I can do it? You know, all of us have different challenges that we're going to have to face and no one can tell you what you can achieve. That is solely up to you, your dedication, and how bad you want it. If you want something bad enough, you will make it work and you will find a way to make it happen. Um, so I can't sit here and tell you that I think you can or can't do it. Um, that is entirely up to you and your determination to um, get through a program regardless of what your challenges are. Um, because again, you know, we all have different challenges and it just depends depends on you as a person. When you are looking for patients, right? This was my number one fear was finding my own patients for hygiene school. I straight up went to my professor my first semester and I said, finding patients is freaking me out. I you know, I'm from a different city. I don't know people here. Um, I barely have coworkers. Like the office I was working at was so small. I had like one person in the office I could ask. And then the other two were like the doctors. And I was not about to ask them to be my patient <laughs> because that's just nerve wracking as hell. So I didn't have that many people to ask to be my patient. So I straight up went to her right away within the first week. And she said, listen, everybody has to do it and everybody finds a way to do it. Put in the work and find your patients. Put yourself out there and figure it out. And I'm like, damn. Okay. You know, nobody's going to sit there and hand you patients um, just because you're afraid. You have to be willing to put in the work to do that. And um, I have also created a podcast episode on how I found my patients and things that worked for me. So right there is a source for you to listen to that and help you um, on your journey to finding patients because it is, it is hard. It is stressful. But I will say that um, I was able to put in the work and get it done, and I was very blessed in finding patients and how it worked out for me. Um, but I think that you have to be willing to put yourself out there and, again, put the work in. Uh, stay organized. Please, please, please stay organized and have your calendars, whether that be one for all of your didactic stuff and one for your clinical stuff or um, one that has both everything involved in one calendar. It really depends on the way you want to do it, but some people would have calendars that were specifically just for clinicals and then another calendar that was just for didactic classes just to stay organized. Don't fall behind. The moment you start to fall behind, the more stress you're going to have and the further behind you're going to get. So stay on top of your assignments. Write everything out the very first week of school. Get as organized as possible as possible and have it dialed in so that you don't end up falling behind. Um, practice, practice, practice. Okay. <laughs> so when I have um, people that reach out to me and ask me about instrumentation, like how did you get better at using the probe or the explorer? And it, the main answer is practice, practice, practice. You have to get that instrument in your hand and you have to practice with it. If it is sitting in the cassette on the side and you're not taking out your type it on to practice on it, you're not going to get better. There's no way to get better at cursive if you're not 
practicing cursive. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't expect to get better at a skill um, if you're not using it. And the the more you let those instruments sit to the side and don't pick them up, the worse it's going to get. So force yourself to practice, um, whether that be making a time throughout the day. I mean, 15 minutes. That is incredibly doable. Like take 15 minutes a day, get that type it on out. If it makes you feel better, create some content with it while you're at it. Like if that, if that makes helps for you to get it done, do it. Um, and like I said, utilize your resources. Uh, there are magazines, RDH magazine, Dimensions of Dental Hygiene. Um, there's a website, Today's RDH. Like there is endless amounts of websites, material, and things to help you along the way. So utilize Google um, and just take advantage of all the stuff that is available to you at your hands. I can't, I can't stress that enough. And I want you to understand now that the learning does not stop when you are done with dental hygiene school. I know, I know that we want dental hygiene school to be the end of our educational journey, but it is actually just the beginning. So when you are on your path and you are thinking, gosh, you know, like I'm not, I don't feel prepared to be a dental hygienist. I don't feel like I am ready to be a dental hygienist. The truth is hygiene school gives you the education you need to survive in the real world. You have a toolbox full of all the things that you'll need but you're going to keep filling that toolbox up as you continue to be a dental hygienist. So I think for me, I really thought that I'm going to get through dental hygiene school and I'm going to be done with school. That's it. You know, like I'm going to, I'm going to get all my education there. I'm going to be the best hygienist and like, I just can't wait to be done with school. And then once I got done with school, I realized that the learning was just beginning because now two years out of dental hygiene school, I absolutely love learning. It's completely different when you are done with hygiene school because now it's it's relaxed. I'm not getting a grade. Nobody's hovering over me, watching me while I'm taking a continuing education course. So the education is just a lot different once you're done with hygiene school and you I feel like I'm able to absorb a lot more information now. Um, so I just want to say that because I think a lot of the times, you know, we get to the our the end of our hygiene program and we think like, oh my gosh, like how am I going to take this boards? I don't know all this information. Like I don't think that I'm ready to get my license. But like I said, you know, schools, the programs give us the tools that we need, and then it's up to us to continue our education. That's why continuing education is designed. It's designed to help us gain knowledge once we are done with the program, because the other thing about dentistry is it is forever evolving. There is so much research every single day that is coming out, and you as a provider should stay up to date with that research, which is what continuing education does for us. Um, while you're in hygiene school, you know, do the best that you can do, but don't expect to be perfect. You're not going to be perfect. You are a student, you are learning, and failing is a part of that. I think a lot of the times we forget that failure is a part of the learning process and it's actually sometimes 
one of the best things that can happen to you along the way. And I say that because the moment you fail something, I promise you whatever it is that you failed will become your best subject. Like you will know that subject like the back of your hand and you will never fail it again. And I think failing just kind of reminds us that we're not perfect. We're human beings. And how can we expect to be perfect at something we are learning for the first time? So don't be upset when you fail. It is going to happen most likely. It happened to me. And you just have to accept it and honestly embrace it. Take it for what it's worth and um, make that skill the best thing that you can do once you fail it. You know, like I failed, I almost failed the Explorer and the Probe. And now I, that's something that I, I, you know, I say I could use it with my eyes closed now, you know, but that was something that I literally was 1% away from failing. Um, and that's just part of the learning process. You're, you're going to be just fine, I promise. And I want you to enjoy the moment of learning, like embrace the beauty of learning. It can be so fun and it's such a great journey. Like I, I wish I wasn't as serious as I was in hygiene school. Like I would have, I wish I would have just let loose a little bit more. So because it goes by so fast and then it's gone. And then the next thing you know, you're two years out of hygiene school like me and looking back and just thinking like, gosh, you know, like what, what a fun, beautiful journey. And, um, I just really want to remind you to soak it all in. And I also, I know that this isn't for everybody, but I really wish that I would have documented my journey a lot more with like in making Instagrams and TikToks and stuff because I wish I just could like look back on it. Um, so if you have the moment to do that with your classmates, please do it because I really wish I had more pictures and videos and everything from hygiene school. So I encourage you to, to start that now um, while you're going through it because I think it's a really beautiful process and um, a really fun, fun journey. And don't, don't sweat the small stuff. You're going to get through hygiene school. You're going to be just fine. And I honestly want to tell you that I'm super proud of you already for taking the time to listen to this podcast and um, utilize the information that I'm putting out there for you. I think it is incredible and great that you are here listening now. And um, I hope that I continue to inspire you and be a voice of encouragement. Um, and I can only hope to hopefully one day meet you and um, and see your journey through hygiene school. I truly love watching um, new hygienists along the way. And um, I'm just really excited to be here and to be creating season three of the Brush with Brit podcast. This year is going to be a really, really good year and a big year for Brush with Brit. <laughs> and um, I'm excited. So I just want to thank you again for being here and um, congrats on your hygiene journey. And I hope that you continue to listen to the Brush with Brit podcast. And until next time, this is Brush with Brit season three, episode one.